Nugent News Network on the air, second day in a row, and of course I am driven by print, so uh, the Tribune is today's brief summary. Uh, beautiful day outside, by the way. I read the Tribune Al Fresco, and Al Fresco is my radio name in the restaurant trade, by the way. But, um, boom, rim shot. That's a joke. But um, it's a good day for sailing, but not for reading the newspaper outdoors. My, uh, my paper filled with wind. If I was on roller skates, I could have rolled down Lincoln Avenue. Anyway, uh, we start with the smartest woman in the room, Marilyn Voss Savant. And she takes on, they say there's no stupid questions, but she takes on what I consider to be kind of a stupid question. As a nation of immigrants, we are usually identified by our country of origin, which is no longer true. I remember asking my trainer, who's like a millennial, what his nationality was. He didn't even know what I was talking about. So in any event, the questioner goes on saying, I'm of Irish and European heritage and my daughters are fourth generation born in the USA. At what point can we identify as being of American heritage? Well, heritage doesn't imply American citizenship. I mean, obviously, your passport identifies you as a U.S. citizen. And here's a fourth generation U.S. citizen. But when we talk about heritage, we're usually talking about where our ancestors hailed from. But Marilyn's smarter than me by, like, multiples. So she says, unless you believe life arose separately in the various territories around the world, the number and boundaries and names of which have changed again and again over time, all current countries are nations of immigrants, which is a good point. I suggest two components. One, you were born in this country or became a citizen later. Two, you feel like an American. <laughs> so, Americanism is a state of mind. If you fit both of these descriptions, congratulations, I believe you're an American. And if you are <clears throat> in America, people are going to identify you as an American, whether it be an ugly American or not. So they're not going to identify you as an Irishman if you're living in America. And if you don't believe that, just join the Irish Heritage Facebook group and you'll find that real Irish people who live in Ireland consider people who are the part of the diaspora not to be real Irish people anymore because we laugh. So, anyway. That's that. And that gets crumpled. <clears throat> not a keeper. There's a Dilbert comic that I will highly recommend but not try to reenact because it's a multi-paneler. But it raises an interesting question. One of my favorite uh, TV or movies is The Time Machine, the 1960 version, I believe, with uh, Rod Taylor in the lead. And uh, the guy who starred in Mr. Ed, not the horse, but the other guy whose name escapes me is the kind of second banana. And, you know... The time machine, if you've ever seen the movie, you know, he travels through time, but he remains at the same point in space. But, you know, while 
while he's away, the earth has moved around the sun, and the sun has moved within the galaxy, and the galaxy has moved within the universe. So if he came back to the exact same spot, he would be floating in a vacuum, right? Probably. Uh, and that's what this comic strip asks. You know, did you account for this? So, that's not a keeper either, really. Now, moving on to real estate. I just walked, discovered a house on my block that's for sale. It's a big house, 7,000 square feet, six bedrooms. Selling for almost $5 million. That's right down the block from me. Can you believe that? And here's a Gold Coast five-bedroom home with outdoor terraces selling for $4 million on... 1300 North Astor. Now, right now, we're neighbors because we're at 1500 North Astor, right across from North Avenue uh, Takeover Beach. So, you can be neighbors with somebody like that. Now, if we wanted to buy this joint, which we wouldn't, frankly, even if we had the money, it would cost us a million and a half but you can have a neighbor that's in a $4 million house. That just goes to show you. Now, on to less, more depressing subjects. Um, heat waves may be globally linked, according to Raymond Zong in the New York Times, but he qualifies that by saying it's too soon to say whether climate change is directly to blame for causing severe heat waves in four powerhouse economies simultaneously just days into summer. Uh, they're also top emitters of uh, heat-trapping gases. And then they show a sign at a place called the El Arroyo in Austin, Texas. It says, today's heat index is somewhere between OMG and WTF. <laughs> well, if you've ever been to Texas, and I was there, what, in the 80s? So that's almost 40 years ago? 90s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2000s, 10s. My God, is that 50 years ago? 20, no, 40 years ago. It was hotter than hell then. I mean, in, in Houston or New Orleans, it was hotter than hell then. So don't tell me that heat waves are anything new. But, you know, people see patterns, even if they're not there. Let's see what else we got. Ken Griffin is leaving Chicago with his Citadel Investments. And if you don't know who Ken Griffin is, he's the guy who funded Richard Irvin's uh, gubernatorial campaign. It looks like Irvin's going to lose the primary. And this article goes through this cynical strategy that the Democrats have of funding the extremist Republican. So Griffin spent $28 million on TV ads for this urban guy who's the mayor of Aurora. And I think Urban's strategy was let's run a black guy. And, you know, Urban is a flawed candidate because he was a Democrat not too long ago, and they've just taken him apart. Um, but the opposition spent $53 million. So they outspent uh, Griffin, who's one of the richest guys. He's the richest guy in Illinois. And now he's going to be one of the richest guys in Florida. So there's an expert they quote named Kent Redfield, and he says, 
you got a huge concentration of wealth and wealth disparities, and we know they're becoming intensified. I don't know whose line it was, but essentially everybody's got to have a hobby. Rich people can take up all kinds of things, but one of them that they take up is politics. And, of course, our governor, I don't think he's done a terrible job. My biggest criticism of him is that he's failed to get a lid on Chicago using the state police. But, you know, there's jurisdictional issues there. Uh, so he's letting Lori stew in her own juice. But if he loses Chicago, he loses the state. And he has presidential aspirations. So I think he's just trying to chalk up a good track record so he can pull an Obama and be the next first Jewish president. And first, well, second billionaire president, I guess. Anyway. Now, on a personal health level, vaccine-boosting tweak. Pfizer announced Saturday that tweaking its COVID-19 vaccine to better target the Omicron variant is safe and effective. The announcement came days before regulators debate whether to offer Americans updated booster shots this fall. I'd like to get one right now. The vaccines used in the U.S. still offer strong protection against severe disease, and death, particularly people who've gotten a booster dose, but those vaccines target the original coronavirus strain and their effectiveness against any infection dropped markedly when Omicron emerged. As at least one of our listener knows, listeners knows firsthand. Pfizer and BioNTech studied two different ways of updating their shots, targeting just Omicron or a combination booster that adds Omicron protection to the original vaccine. In a study of more than 1,200 middle-aged and older adults who'd already had three vaccine doses, Pfizer said both booster approaches spurred a substantial jump in Omicron fighting antibodies. So keep your eyes out, and when that booster comes out, go get boosted. And you'll have to beat me because I will try to get ahead of you in line. Knock on wood, I think I have avoided getting this damned plague. So I plan on doing this. Now there's an article in here, Plan Overboard, Not All Long-Term Career Goals Were Meant to Stay Afloat, uh, which talks about how you have to be flexible. And I read a quote, it says Darwin, it's a Darwin quote, and it says it's not the smartest or the strongest that survive, it's the most adaptable. So that is key, being able to adapt to your changing circumstances. Now there's an article in here about geriatric social workers. They make $50,000 a year. And you know, there's so many professions like that that are so important, but yet are not that well compensated. Due to the fact that the supply and demand curves meet at that price point but also you know a social worker doesn't make money it's a pure cost so nobody's going to pay you a lot of money if you're just a cost center so that's one of the market failures kind of although people still seem to do it i don't know if there's a shortage now something it there's an article in here about using reverse mortgages to pay for long-term care. So if you need long-term care at some point, you don't have long-term care insurance, which I do, uh, a reverse mortgage is an option to pay, so you kind of exit in style. And reverse mortgage uh, 
payments are not taxable. So that's another good reason to consider it. I don't recommend them as a first line of, you know, financial planning, but uh, it is a option that you should probably at least evaluate. That's about as far as I would go. Another article, many avoid ESG investing because they don't know what it is, and I'll bet you guys don't know what it is. It's environmental, social, and governance. 54% of investors are unfamiliar. 26% hold an ESG, whether they know what it is or not. 46% are interested in doing so, and I don't care. <clears throat> you know, this, there's a thing called greenwashing. I actually wrote an article about this in my writing practice. And, you know, it's just, it's a load of, load of BS as far as I'm concerned. If you're in a leadership position, which I know some of you are, um, a new Google study says all effective leaders do these things. They protect the team from distractions, and I'm particularly in need of that protection. They minimize unnecessary micromanagement. They invite disagreement, and they keep pace with expertise. And that includes technical jobs. And that's what's tough for guys in our generation. I'm just going to read you the Terry Savage, Savage Truth headline. Cryptocurrency losses can be catastrophic, which is kind of duh, but <laughs> that's obvious lately. Thank God I didn't go for that particular head fake. I think we're going to throw that away too. Now, I got to ask my partner about this. There was a thing in India in 1984 called Operation Blue Star. Um, and it was like this huge massacre. And I forget, I saw somewhere in this article the body count. I mean, it was something like 50,000 Sikhs were killed. India is a very tense place, you know? I'm trying to find the number here. I thought I saw the number someplace. You would think that would be easy to find. Sikhs are the ones, it's S-I-K-H. It's, they're the ones with the turbans, okay? And they get confused for, with, they, get, they get confused with like terrorists, like in 2001. Some of these knuckleheads went out and started attacking people on the street. Anyway, um, there's an article about social media. Teen stunts prompt social media woes, and they quote Elizabeth Weinstein or Weinstein, a research director for Project Zero at Harvard's Graduate School of Education, author of the forthcoming book Behind Their Screens. So I know many of you eschew social media, and this book talks about how that intersects with children so I don't know I'm even interested in that but I was at the time I don't think I'm going to keep that i got to keep her here people looking for 
looking for employees. I'm available. Just picked up a couple of new clients for the writing practice. And I'm going to be launching a number of different enterprises related to writing. Um, so stay tuned for that. If you know anybody who is a writer or wants to write for professionally, I'm going to launch Terrific Writing Academy, I just decided to call it, to teach people how to make a living as a writer, which I have been able to start doing. So I think I have the proof of the pudding. Now going back to the comics here, Good Peanuts column, uh, Peppermint Patty asks Charlie Brown, do you know any good rules for living, Chuck? And Charlie Brown says, keep the ball low. Don't leave your crayons in the sun. Use dental floss every day. Give four weeks notice when ordering a change of address. Don't spill the shoe polish. Always knock before entering. Don't let the ants get in the sugar. Never volunteer to be program chairman. <laughs> Always get your first serve in. And feed your dog whenever he's hungry. And then Peppermint Patty says, Will these rules give me a better life, Chuck? And Chuck Charlie Brown says, A better life and a fat dog. <laughs> That's a keeper. I'm going to find a way to use that. Rules for living, you know. I'm going to do some e-books, so... Buy my book! And uh, I found a way to do this on Audible. So I got to pursue that. And uh, I'm going to write a... One of them is going to be Pursuit of Happiness. And I'm going to use those Charlie Brown rules as part of that book. Got a lot of material, you know. So, But apparently you can make a pretty decent living. Now this is one I got to keep. Use sensors to prevent water infiltration. The argument here is that climate change is going to produce more risk of water damage. I don't know if that's true here, if anywhere, but definitely I don't know if it's true here. Now here's uh, another example of housing. You can buy a Craftsman-style bungalow in Riverside for $580,000. And I've been showing my wife um, you know, how what great prices you can get for uh, houses in Beverly, Morgan Park, places like that. But, you know, my wife's tough to reason with. Uh, here's that article, should reverse mortgage be used to pay for long-term care? And Someone turning 65 has nearly a 7 in 10 chance of needing long-term care in the future, according to HHS the Department of Health and Human Services, and, and they give the advantages and disadvantages. The quick answer is a reverse mortgage can provide a crucial stream of income to pay for long-term care, but there are limitations. You have to live in the home, which is fine by me, because I don't want to go and join, you know? <laughs> when... It, when COVID came around, this was like the COVID Kush, you know, like the Hindu Kush is what the Indians call the Himalayas. So I want to stay in my house, and my wife wants me, you know, she'll take care of me, she says. 
And I do have the long-term care policy. But if you don't, you know, you get in that spot, the reverse mortgage is, according to that, a viable option. Now, let's see. This is all garbage. Got some keepers, though. Got some keepers. What else do we have? Now, here's one of my favorite ads in Parade Magazine. Scientific discovery stuns doctors. Biblical bush shuts down joint discomfort in five days. Isn't that something? Order that. Not sold in stores due to criminal liability. But it's like the burning bush, you know? That's great copywriting if you're willing to sell placebos and patent medicines to chum balloons. Let's see. I found a thing called Arts and Culture, which is a Chicago theater guide, and a couple of things that I clicked out. There's a play called Athena uh, through July 10th at the Writers Theater. You can scan this for tickets. Ravinia has 100 plus events between that now and September 18th. I haven't been to Ravinia in a while. So if anybody wants to go up there, let me know. And uh, what else do we have? There's adult educational programs. I'm thinking about looking into medical coding, actually, for myself and for a couple of other people. Because I've been working for a company called Karen Zupko and Associates, and they teach people how to code. So there's money to be made doing that, and you can do it remotely. My ex, one of my ex-girlfriends who just passed away, actually, used to do that at a hospital. So anyway, that's that. And thank you for listening. Share with your friends so I have some listeners. Just a few is all I need to keep going. And uh, live long, prosper, and stay safe in all ways. Bye-bye.